0: Passionate, patriotic, a little bit pugilistic, and always professional. Hear what Roy Green has to say on the Chorus Radio Network. Well, let's head into the final half hour here on the Roy Green Show. I'm Andrew Lawton and you're tuned into the chorus Radio Network. So I realize radio is not a visual medium. And well, if it were I probably never would have thrived in radio, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, I'm so fat. In any case, it's good to have you tune into the Roy Green Show, folks. I like going to the gym never. In no way whatsoever. I do go every now and then. When you have a personal trainer and you're paying for the session, whether you use it or not, you make sure to go. I don't enjoy it. I don't love it. There are too many things you have to do. It's unpleasant. I just I, – seriously, I hate it. I try to be healthy. Yeah, I, I try, and, and that's where I'll leave it. But I, I really have noticed that some gyms have a lot of rules. And the gym that I go to, thankfully, doesn't have many rules, not because it's the Wild Wild West, just because they don't apparently need them. I went to one at one point that had, I I couldn't even remember, it was actually a workout to read the rule chart. That was actually the most strenuous thing you would do there, is read all the things that you weren't allowed to do when you were there. And the workout was 90 minutes later, once you're done with the list, you have to go home because you've already worked up a sweat here. But there was one rule that I learned of at the University of Victoria's student gym that... I find to be quite astonishing here, and I say this because I have never even heard of the thing that you're not allowed to do, let alone heard of there being a problem with people doing it. But I'm sounding the alarm here, not because I care, but because the Victoria University graduate has sounded the alarm on this. She said she felt humiliated when she was asked to change her clothing over exposing a part of her. And I'm going to read the code of conduct here. It has... Nine rules, you know, you have to wear appropriate clothing, you have to keep your backpacks in lockers, you can't take pictures or make video, you can't use foul or abusive language or personal or sexual harassment or whatnot, and you have to be respectful and aware of others, all that sort of stuff, but then there's a dress code, and it has a picture of things that are permitted, and then a picture of things that are not permitted, like you can't wear a muscle shirt, you can't wear something that's see-through, you can't be shirtless, and then there's this one. All patrons must wear attire that covers their abdomen, chest, and gluteal fold. You have to cover your gluteal fold. So if your gluteal fold is not covered right now, folks, you got ten seconds to cover up your gluteal fold. Uh, believe it or not, it's actually the name of the band I'm starting up. where the the gluteal folds. We do all kinds of, of wondrous music. And if you're wondering, I'm going to explain what the gluteal fold is. For the love of all that is holy, do not dare Google it. I am seriously going to have a stern letter from the HR department when I come into work because I googled gluteal fold earlier, and I can assure you the images that came up were not pleasant and I'm pretty sure not work appropriate. It is the crease, if you will, or the fold between the bottom of your butt cheek... And the top of your thigh. Now, if you have a a large butt, your gluteal fold might be a little bit more pronounced. If you have a small butt, it might just kind of be one straighter line. But suffice it to say, if you're wearing shorts that are so short, you can see the little crease there. If you've ever said to someone in passing, because this is apparently what passes for conversation, oh, look at the butt cheeks you can see out of the shorts there. What you're actually talking about is the gluteal fold. And have you ever noticed that sometimes things actually sound worse when you use the formal scientific term than when you use the slang term? I think gluteal fold is one of these these such areas. But, you know, all joking about gluteal folds and all other sorts of, of folds and whatnot. The actual story here is about this graduate who objects to the fact that she was asked to change her outfit while she was working out at a gym. Now, her name is Louisa. And she's identified herself, although not by last name, said she was approached by a staff member when she was using one of her machines on July 31st. And the employee said there was a dress code in place that barred really short shorts, and this lady would need to change because hers weren't long enough. And the staff member told her, I can see your gluteal folds, so that's why you're, you're violating the rules here. And the lady said that her gym attire was appropriate for a hot summer day, She said the shorts are a couple inches below my butt, so they cover everything. I think they're appropriate for the gym, and they give me a wide range of motion when I'm doing exercises such as squats and deadlifts, and that's why I like wearing them. Now, gentlemen, I have done the hard work for you here. I have looked at a photograph of Louisa wearing the offending shorts, not because I'm a total creep, I'm just a marginal creep, and it was in the CBC story from which I learned about this. But the thing is, I actually am prepared to take her side on this. I find a lot of the people that typically complain about dress code violations that they've been hit with are usually breaking the rules in a very clear way. And in this particular case, I don't think she was. Now, she has sort of stretched out the shorts to a reasonable length in the photo that she submitted to CBC. And if you look at it... As I'm doing right now, and there's a window behind me, so it's possible that the person who's in the next room over just thinks I'm looking up naughty images at work. No, it's CBC. This is news. This is research, folks. But you you can not see the gluteal fold in question now. Maybe when you're sort of exercising and moving around, something might bunch up and and then it's there. But but again, that's no different than to me if I was doing some workout and you know my shirt, you know I guess fell if I was sort of in an inverted angle to, to the point where you could see my gut. Now no one wants to see that at all, and that's going to be the number one way to dissu- people from actually going to the gym but it reminds me of the fact that with school coming up in a couple of weeks back to school season we're going to be bombarded in i three three weeks two or three weeks with i'm going to say no fewer than eight or nine stories from all across the country of young girls who are saying they're being body shamed because of school dress codes and some of these are going to be people that were blatantly violating the rules and others are going to be cases where some overzealous uh, school administrator has uh, you know cracked a whip when they really shouldn't have But I also find it to be fascinating to me that we've gotten to the point where we need to micromanage every single part of one's life because people have gotten so bad at apparently self-regulating. They've gotten so bad at actually being able to make adult decisions for themselves that we now require, in this case, a university gym administration office or, in other cases, school bureaucrats to legislate at which point of your legs the crease must or must not be visible. This is apparently what, what classes for being the requirement of administrators of gyms and schools right now and I feel that is bringing us to a very concerning point in time because it means that people are unable to apparently appropriately decide what level of dress actually suits what environment. And I don't know if it's one of these cases where one bad apple spoils the bunch or if we're talking about a systemic issue here. But the thing that someone told me a while ago was a female of mine who's a, a female friend of mine, not a female of mine. I only have one female, and she's definitely not mine. It's kind of a shared partnership, if you will. But a female friend of mine who goes to the gym quite regularly was telling me a while ago that you know she sees what she characterized, and pardon the term, she characterized as gym sluts with a, a great deal of regularity. And I asked her, I was like, is this actually a problem? And, and she said what she sees is yes. And then I, though, see the guys that are wearing shirts that are d- designed for everyone else to see how strong the guys are. And I don't know if people are doing this for this reason of comfort or if people are doing it because they just genuinely want to show off the i uh, show off the guns is what i believe men who who have them call them i i am not in either category so i assure you i'm not familiar with the vernacular firsthand but i think that the the big problem is when you have all these dress code policies everyone now is filtering it through this lens not just of decency But if you are to even believe that there is something called decency and that you are supposed to dress for it, you are apparently being sexist or misogynistic or paternalistic or patriarchal. And this is identity politics. This is the natural response to identity politics. You have to apparently filter everything through the lens of sexism rather than just there's a time and a place. So I'm prepared to take Louisa's position that her shorts weren't actually all that bad. Again, someone just probably looked at the little chart here and said, well, it it looks more like the one that's banned than it looks like the one that's not banned. But I also don't go down this road of thinking that every one of these things is sexist. And if you start to think that a dress code, which is essentially telling someone, hey, look, this is the way you dress, is sexist. Well, females have different parts than men do. So, yeah, obviously the standards of dress are going to be a little bit different. I don't think that is an injustice. It might be an inconvenience. It's certainly not an injustice. We've got to take a break here. When we come back in just a couple of moments, uh, a couple of other loose ends I want to tie up here on the Roy Green Show. I'm Andrew Lawton. You're tuned in to the Chorus Radio Network.